And that's why I believe in you because that is the greatest purpose. It's to love. Honest. It's to, it sounds corny. Whatever you want to say, I don't care. I love people because there is freedom and power in loving people. Hello, all you positive heads out there. Thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the Positive Head Podcast, where we have the crazy belief that creating success and happiness is a daily conscious effort, which is why we provide you with a fresh serving of soul food for thought five days a week. I'm your host, Brandon Beecham, and each and every Wednesday, you can tune in to hear me interview a different consciousness changemaker that is out there working tirelessly to help catalyze change and expand awareness all across Spaceship Earth. On the other four weekdays, you can tune in to myself and my co-host, Dalian, giving interpretations of our favorite thought-provoking quotes, sharing a bit of inspiring or mysterious news, taking questions from the audience, and digging into any other mind-expansive topics that will help keep your soul fed by tuning you in to positive vibrations on a regular basis. Also, this Positive Head podcast is definitely a labor of love for Dalian and I, but make no mistake, it takes a lot of time, energy, and resources to produce five episodes each and every week for you, our listeners. So if you enjoy the Positive Head podcast, it would be stellar and much appreciated if you showed us your support at PositiveHead.com by picking up one of our unique Positive Head bracelets. Of course, you would most certainly be helping yourself in the process because it functions as much more than just another stylish accessory. And if you haven't ever seen one, they're really cool, simple little bracelets with our Flower of Life Sacred Geometry inspired logo. They're actually made out of recycled tires and metal, so our intention is, of course, to do something positive by giving new life to previously discarded goods, and as far as their functionality goes, they act as a daily reminder to help you focus on the positive aspects of your daily life. The concept was actually inspired by studies that you can read about on our our website, but besides that, many people believe just wearing something with sacred geometry is empowering in and of itself, uh, which you can also read about on our site. And of course, as the Buddha once famously said, what you think you become. So we believe having something on your wrist that reminds you to keep a positive head the same way a Fitbit reminds you to keep active makes a whole lot of sense. Of course, we charge way less than Fitbit for helping you to manage your mental health because we let you name your price for your positive head bracelet. The reason we do that is because our heartfelt intention is to spread the positivity at all costs, first and foremost. That is our primary aim. And we don't ever want money to stand in the way of somebody wearing one. So if money is super tight and you want to pay as low as our cost to get one, no problem. On the flip side, if you love our podcast and just hit the lotto and want to show us your support by paying a million dollars for one, well, that won't hurt our feelings much either, I assure you. All right, all you positive heads, welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Positive Head Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Beecham. I've got my co-host, Dalian, here with me. What's going on, Dalian? (laughs) Nothing. How are you? I just uh, did the thing that uh, I was long overdue for, 
I just took a sip of coffee and spilled a little bit right as you right asked as me that I question. Asked him, he's right, taking a so. big gulp of coffee. You, can, hopefully, you can hear the gulp in, yeah. in the uh, in your microphone. Turn it up. Uh, yeah, it was audible and uh, maybe half on purpose, but um, yeah, definitely my timing could have been a little better. <laughs> I think it was perfect. I I think it's very very right. Exactly. Way was, to start. was it bad? Really? Dun dun dun. Is anything bad? The great coffee philosophy. The great coffee philosophizer. That's that uh, some right coffee wisdom. Coffee wisdom for the day, which is uh, a thing now, a new thing we just made up. Um, it's something <laughs> I would be interested in, even if it wasn't a thing, right? I mean, you know. Yeah, maybe you should write a coffee table book. Oh, called I see coffee what you did there. Wisdom. Oh man! Definitely. Bam! Another billion dollar idea yeah let's just stop there yeah yeah. okay all right sorry everyone everyone. (laughs) yeah all right back on track here we go (laughs) dalian what do we got in well before we get into story i want to throw out there again uh relatively new positive heads group on facebook love for you guys to join and interact with us it's uh yeah it's a couple hundred people strong so far launched it maybe a week ago and uh, just a place to mix it up with other positive heads, talk about all things mysterious, magical, whatnot. Um, yeah, it's really, really cool to have that as a as a place to uh, to share and connect. So, uh, also another thing I wanted to throw out there that I mentioned the other day: the possibility of a trip to Costa Rica. Uh, thinking about taking maybe a group of ten people. Thinking, still kind of kicking the idea around want to get feedback from you guys a few people have written in that they're interested so uh, i just want to kind of put it out there again so that the idea is is going maybe september ish uh to costa rica have access to a really like stellar beautiful place overlooking uh you know the forest canopy and you can see the ocean in the background there's a world-class yoga studio next door we would be doing you know probably do a little bit of yoga course with it right there have a chef that help prepare really healthy delicious meals do some shamanic journeys uh you know with my friend pablo and that in itself is such a healing magical experience that not for everyone but i personally encourage anyone i know who has done shamanic journeys you know it's like a life-changing kind of thing it really really talk about like growth uh you know other than that of course mixing it up with me uh and whoever else is there uh, talking about all the stuff I love to talk about all day, every day. So we'll get some one-on-one time and uh, or small group time, I guess you would say. And uh, yeah, other than that, Reiki, I mean, even there's surfing right there. There's so much that can be done. So it'd probably be six, six nights, seven days, something like that. Um, uh, somewhere we haven't fully, like I said, it's still just kind of a concept or our idea, but I've loosely seen what it would cost for all the stuff. And uh, probably somewhere around $3,000, uh, $2,800 plus the, the plane ticket. So anyone who's interested in that, drop me an email, brandon at positivehead.com. Like I said, not for sure doing this yet. Uh, just sort of putting feelers out there. Want to see how many people might be interested in uh, doing a shamanic journey down in costa rica and yeah it'd probably be like three sessions of those too so it'd be an intensive magical week for sure um okay moving right along dalian back to what i started to say a minute ago what do you got in ways of a story today i bring you a story today from ewao brandon and it's your classic uh mysterious story actually it's uh one that uh 
I remember seeing something about it a while back, but not for a while. And it's a reference to Earth's magnetic field. Ah. This, yeah, this references how it's collapsing. Oh. So that's supposedly a precursor to a magnetic pole shift, which is something that uh, I don't know if you've read anything about. But yeah, it's you hear rumors a- of this. That's supposedly what the time around 2012, one of the things that could cause the great awakening or stir up or cataclysm or, you know, there's a million different ways to look at it. But right. yes, this is something that I've heard about whispered for some time. So there's some scientific proof or, or scientific data to suggest this is what you're saying. Yes, this is uh, indeed the case. Uh, I can quote you here from uh, the article. It says, uh, this is serious business. Richard Holm, a professor of Earth, Ocean, and Ecological Sciences at Liverpool University, told uh, Mail Online, which is uh, a British source, apparently. So Mm -hmm. uh, imagine for a moment, he says, your electrical power supply was knocked out for a few months. Very little works without electricity these days. So anytime I hear about uh, this supposed uh, scenario, Brandon, and the pole shift, the thing is that it, it does conjure up a lot of like apocalyptic scenarios, but I think that it might actually bring about something that's possibly beneficial, ultimately, mm-hmm. because a lot of what um, we see now is just like us as a society locked into a very sort of destructive pattern yeah. with our industrialization and just like this um, constant expansion. Right. It's just like constant you know, this constant need to um, sort of develop everything supposedly. Never ending growth with never any time for rest. If there's not growth, then there's something wrong in capitalism, right? Indeed. Indeed. So this really natural. Right. So this might function as a big reset button if we really want it to. And I think that a lot of people could possibly align with that because there's, to me, a component of this becoming a big opportunity for certain very forward thinking people where they somehow get, um, kind of in sync with what possibly might happen with that. And the thing is that I remember reading, Brandon, and this isn't necessarily discussed here in the article, so I'll just go on a tangent here for a minute. But sure. Um, supposedly, you know, the, the first thing I thought when I read this is, oh, this probably does have to do with a, a big shift in consciousness. Because supposedly the Earth's magnetic field has also had to do with holding back consciousness. Mm-hmm. And I remember reading a while back, I couldn't really tell you a source now, but this was many years ago, that, for example, uh, the Earth's magnetic field is not even throughout the, the planet, and it might be stronger in certain spots than others. Well, supposedly, in places where it's very strong, mindsets tend to be very rigid and conservative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and in places where the magnetic field is rather you know, lower oh, wow. and weaker, supposedly, I, I think that's the relationship. Interesting. But, uh, yeah. So, for example, one thing that I remember reading is that, like— um, here, the west coast of the United States and the North American continent is a place where, you know, the magnetic field is lower and that typically has, you know, sort of accounted for the more liberal mindsets. Wow, that are, really interesting. I never yeah. heard that. Yeah, so that's something that I, th- I think really is a, a factor here. And I just wanted to highlight the fact that even though this might appear like, you know, a very ominous thing, I think it could end up being really something that's kind of like the stuff of prophecy after all, but not necessarily in this super apocalyptic way that everyone thinks, but rather sort of a, you know, opportunity for a really big positive shift. So, wow. Really, really interesting. So I guess time will tell, right? Yes, exactly. We might not have to wait long to see it, but we shall see. All right, then moving right along, I would like to... Move right into the positive pondering breakdown of the day. And this quote is by Robert Sawyer. Learning to ignore things is one of the great paths to inner peace. What a wonderful quote this is. 
Learning to ignore things is one of the great paths to inner peace. I've spent so much of my life sort of defending my idea of what is right or wrong and, you know, with great enthusiasm and vigor saying, you know, arguing with people whenever I have the chance about why I'm right. And from maybe many people's perspectives, I would people would agree be in agreement more than not and of course then your ego gets that boost of being right and winning and you know sort of controlling the situation and as I gain a little bit more wisdom I'm slowly but surely learning to let off of this idea this way of approaching life you know being uh, at peace is more important than being right and realizing that It's okay that everyone has different perspectives. It's okay that someone's not seen it your way. Yes, it may be right to you. It may your your perspective may be right to more people than not if you were to take a poll, right? But the the difference in perspective is what makes the world go round. I was talking to a friend the other day, and they were talking about you know how uh, how nauseated they are by the sort of Kardashian you know world. It, they just use that as an example. No offense to the Kardashians, but you know that sort of uh, shallow, more like superficial view of the world, and this reality television kind of thing that is uh, just sort of makes a lot of people lose faith in humanity. And like, is this what we give our attention and energy to? Like, where's some depth? Where's some meaning? And you got to understand, um, arguing that that's wrong is it's as right as anything is right. It is all a part of the great tapestry of this life. Imagine if you... you you listening, you may think of yourself. I know I do, of, of, as somewhat of a unique individual, a uh, you know outside the box individual. That I've got something unique and in you know uh, somewhat special to bring to the world with my perspective and my way of being and living and sharing. Now imagine if everyone was exactly the same as you. Now what would it be like? Imagine if the Kardashians were exactly like you were. Is what I said to that this person that I was talking to. Imagine what that would be like. And it, it would become, you would, you know, it gives you no sort of uniqueness. So they allow anything that's not like you allows you to sort of have definition. And this is the beauty of how source um, experiences differentiation. Because if source is all one and it's all love and it's all the same thing, then there's no contrast. So we have to have these alternative perspectives. So the next time you you bump up against someone with a different perspective than your own, you know, think of, uh, take Timber Hawkeye, uh, who says this into account. If someone tells me that the sky is green, I simply say, okay, I don't need to agree with them. I don't need to prove them wrong or show them proof that I'm right. If when I believe otherwise, I simply go on with my life with a newfound understanding that to some people, the sky looks green and I'm okay with that. It keeps external conflicts from disturbing my inner peace. And isn't that where world peace begins with each of us being peaceful? Love this. And the great thing is, is I had three quotes daily and back to back today that let me know what today's episode was about. Uh, you know, a couple people shared with me, then someone posted. I mean, it was like back to back to back. I saw learning to ignore things as one of the great past inner peace. Then this Timber Hawkeye uh, post uh, came at me next. And then right after that, just to solidify, this is what you're supposed to talk about. Um, my friend Tyler posted, is it so bad then to be misunderstood? 
Pythagoras was misunderstood, and Socrates, and Jesus, and Luther, and Copernicus, and Galileo, and Newton, and every pure and wise spirit that ever took flesh. To be great is to be misunderstood. So take all these together. Uh, great synchronicity today with this episode. If they would all come together so easy, it would make my, my life easier. Uh, taking this perspective in and really understanding, if someone doesn't understand you, that's okay. All, a lot of great minds are misunderstood. Many, most, all great minds are misunderstood in some level. Not everyone is going to see it your way. So let's stop trying to convince others to see it our way. You can share and then let go. You don't have to, you know, take your most valuable asset, your peace of mind, and and uh, flush it down the drain in order to uh, be right. Like, what, what good does that do? It doesn't do, it does no good. So this is not one that I resonate with so, so strongly. And I was so happy to kind of get this, have this, uh, today's topic sort of delivered to me because it's one that I resonate with very closely. I've always been uh, a fiery debater of sorts. And <laughs> this is, uh, something that I'm slowly but surely getting daily in and it, uh, it feels really good. What I would like to do is share a little clip uh, from Abraham. Been a lot of Abraham this week. We didn't have Abraham for a while, but uh, this one is called The Fun of Ignoring Reality. And I found this on Philip Connectel's YouTube page. Uh, Let's take a listen. So it works like this. As we talk about this vortex of creation, must be annoying. It just has to be to someone who is really reality-based. You go home and you say to your friends, yeah, I don't know. We learned not to face reality. <laughs> That's worrisome. And then we were pointed over here at the floor. <laughs> and we were told that there is a vortex of creation that includes everything we want, but we can't see it. <laughs> it was a little like smoke and mirrors. And then we were told that if we would feel for it, because we can't see it or hear it or smell it or taste it or touch it, if we would feel for it, we would feel better. And that when we feel better, then it would come. <sighs> hard to accept that, isn't it? But if you will play our silly game just for a little while, what you will discover is that you are vibrational beings first and foremost, and that the vibration of your being has two vantage points. Ah, so good when you get this, two vantage points. The vantage point of what you're focused upon right now, what you're talking about, what your attitude is, what your mood is, whatever you're focused upon, that's a vantage point. It's you focusing. And then there's the vantage point of the source within you who existed before your birth and who has been expanding ever since you've been here in this physical body, becoming the equivalent of every request, no matter how big or small you consider it to be, all of the days of your experience. So here is this vibrational being that is playing off of you, playing off of the physical you all day, every day, all day, every day. And you can tell by the way you feel how well it's playing. If you are having a joyful moment, 
there is no vibrational difference between you and you you are so in sync you're in this physical body but you have set up no vibrational hindrance or resistance and so you've got full flowing of the wholeness of all that you are flowing through you in this moment and you're clear-minded you're on point you're vital and alive your mind is clicking your body is clicking the cells of your body are benefiting you are thinking of things just at the right time your timing is exceptionally good the lyrics to the the song you are writing are flowing through you the music is moving through your body in a remarkable way the intelligence that you have been seeking the mass consciousness that surrounds you is now actively available to you and the ideas will flow to you now 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 and even more important than any of that is that your rendezvous point with all aspects of the universe whether it is thought or behavior of others or conversation with others or people in traffic or the way people treat you in the financial world or the way your waiter treats you everything that you rendezvous with hinges upon your vibrational relationship with you you see so so many people are walking around not even taking anything like that into consideration because it's mumbo-jumbo and smoke and mirrors let's not ever talk about vibration let's just talk about manifestation physical humans say let's just monitor it let's just observe what is let's make lists of it let's document it and pigeonhole it and make documentaries about it and statues and monuments about it and let's keep what is alive the manifestation as far as it's gone let's keep it alive in the minds of everyone who come and we say good luck on that because those new ones coming in have a whole different vibrational mindset because they are up to speed with everything that you've been asking for they're born mp3 ready they're born they're born understanding that they are vibration much more than you who have been focused upon the physical reality for so long so the reason that we explode into your faces in this way with our enthusiasm for you accepting the relationship between you and you is because unless you know that this vibrational version of you and all that you've asked for exists you cannot for a moment begin to understand why you would have any negative emotion a woman said to us one day Abraham my lover left and now I'm sad and we said no you're not and she said, hmm, Abraham, my lover left and now I am sad. And we said, no, you're not. She said, Abraham, I thought you were infinite intelligence. <laughs> I wasn't sad, my lover left and now I'm sad. I'm sad because my lover left. And we said, you are sad because in your relationship with that person, you have created a version of a relationship that really reflects and represents who you are and what you want and what you deserve. And you are using the behavior of some other person and the reality of the current status of your relationship as your excuse to focus in complete opposition with who you are. And that is why you're sad. You're sad, your emotions are always and only ever about you disallowing who you are. And we know this person was right in the sense that this is my current reason, this is the current reaction that I'm having to life. But we want to suggest to you that while it is the most normal thing in the world, 
to live in your world and to interact with those around you and to react or respond to what is happening that if you will decide rather than to be reactive to be proactive rather than react to what's happening to let what happened cause you and it will automatically to take the bounce because when you know what you don't want you know what you do want every single time there is this vibrational law that says to the degree that you don't want it there is an equal degree to which you do want it in other words if you sort of don't like that you sort of want something but if you really 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 don't like that then you really 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 want something it is always an equal and proportionate vibrational bounce and if we can convince you today that the larger part Part of you took the bounce became rich became clear became healthy became loved became a lover became clear-minded became responsive to life became valuable to your world if you can hear us when we say that did happen and that every bit of negative emotion that you feel is because you didn't let it happen for you yet then you'll know what your guidance system is telling you then you'll bless negative emotion in the same way that Jerry blesses the bumps along the edge of the road that let him know that Esther's driving off of it <laughs> well the bumps don't bother Esther she sort of thinks of them as a friend a friend who will respond to her in every moment Jerry sometimes gets lost back in the back of the bus and Esther's up there all alone, but she's always got her bumps. Who will always say, yes, Esther, we are aware of you as you are driving off into the bar pit. You have this guidance that is letting you know where you stand in every moment in relationship to who you have become and those are the words that we really want you to hear to who you have become not to a standard that someone else has set not even to the standard that you held when you made the decision to come because it has evolved much further since you got here to the standard of who you have become and anything less than that will not feel good to you yeah brandon i think that um for me, the thing that I was inspired originally by, and uh, it's really just a lot of what Abraham uh, inspires me to uh, realize is that um, there really is a connection between me and everything around me. And it's something that you have to sort of accept um, because I think that for a lot of people, not being able to make that internal recognition and the whole emotional process that comes with really realizing that everything and everyone around you is a reflection of you, what the implications of that are. Because it's it's not so easy then to, you know, just sort of project your judgments on, onto other people and say, right. oh, the, the Kardashians are these like, you know, people who are so despicable or whatever. It's right. like they're human beings, right? Right. right? So it's like try to think, you they know, for a second. They represent a part of an extension yeah, of you. They exactly. represent an extension of our culture, right. which is an extension of you. It's all a part right. of you. Exactly. So exactly. Try, to, try and put yourself more in other people's shoes for a second and see how that just softens your heart. Because... You know, if if you really try and relate to other people from your heart, that I think that's one of the things you have to do is, is just to realize that really they are extensions of you. And that's one thing that connects you all, that connects us all, that's like so powerful that helps us transcend a lot of these, um, you know, just mental programming that is just going to inevitably hold us back to some degree. 
it's it's you know something we can overcome if we want to but even that proves difficult so mm-hmm. you know we can we can just strive to to try and sort of reprogram ourselves and you know relate more authentically mm-hmm. but i think that if we just you know come willingly uh to relate to each other from from our hearts then you know that helps the whole mental process just happen you, you know I, I notice a lot with people in my life that are really I guess you would say on the on the more advanced end of understanding this concept, uh, and some more so even than than myself. Like I said, it's this has been a challenge, particularly for me because I am so fiery and quick to kind of you know uh, say, state what I believe in. Um, but uh, y- you know what I've noticed these people do really really well is they will. Uh, if something they don't want to give energy to, it's sort of like a topic comes up or, or something. They kind of like, it's like they're almost not even hearing it. They're just dismissing it in a sense. It's kind of like, hold on, did you hear what I just said? There's a problem. There's a, you know, and I've kind of, and then it, it, I've had these interactions with people and then I kind of realize what they're doing. It's like, oh, they're intentionally not feeding into what I'm sort of drumming up. And uh, this is a really big, big step when you can start to say, oh, that's something that's Folk, you know, uh, as as uh, Abraham talked about here, this woman using her relationship as an excuse to focus in the wrong direction. It's like you sort of, and and this is a particularly tough case, of course, when it's a relationship. But you you just don't go there. My, my partner Anna does it all the time. She just she chooses not to go there, even when it's something that would shake up other people like crazy. It's like no, I just I'm not I'm not you know I'm going to stay in my happy lovely world that I'm creating, regardless of any of this story you're trying to put on me. And of course, with her being my partner, when I have those moments, she's the first one to get it. And she's been such a great teacher for me in that because she'll literally just not, it's like, nope, not really accepting that. I'm not going to play there with you. I'm sort of like, it's almost like, what's the matter with you? Are you oblivious? Are you uh, just don't care? Like, you know, are you, are you cold? Are you, you know, no, it's not any of those things. It's like, I'm not going to play in a lower vibration. I'm not going to pay attention. I'm not going to, because when you pay attention, you're buying it, right? I'm not going to buy into this thing. Yeah, sure. That may be going on. Okay. Well, but look over here, look how beautiful this is or that, or, and it's, it really becomes like a, a, a dance an art form and I encourage everyone to begin practicing it decide like Abraham talked here decide to be proactive instead of reactive the larger part of you took the bounce and what she's referencing there is your higher self and plays out every version of the character or avatar that is you listening and you know that means it is played out the version of you that took the you know if there's a downside there's a big upside you know so that big upside has been played out in the eternal now and every potential version of you. So your job becomes to get into vibrational alignment with the version of part of you that has taken that bounce upswing and that, you know, bounce up. So, uh, and if you're not seeing it, it's because you haven't let it happen for you yet. It's not because it's not there. It's not because it doesn't exist. And I think that's a super, super important piece to get. But uh, yeah, such a, such a awesome stellar uh, episode Dalian to have just sort of served up on a silver platter today I hope you guys have enjoyed it but we are out of imaginary time for this episode uh, we do have some beautiful music queued up someone that we've played in the last week or so uh, Nifty Earth and I really like a lot of the, the tracks so here's another one this one's called The Breath featuring Haley Hamblin hope you enjoy
Oh, 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 oh,